Welcome to the latest episode of Too Boldly Pod, the unscripted podcast about anything and everything. And, well, here we are. Anyways, most of you know that have listened to this podcast in any way, shape, or form over the previous seven seasons know that I have this little bit of an affinity for conspiracies. I actually used to co-host another podcast all about conspiracies called Conspiracy Bearist, but that ended sort of unceremoniously shortly after January 6th. I think you can see where that went down what avenue. But anyways, my point is, is I'm really intrigued by conspiracy theories. And even though I don't buy or believe 99.99999% of the conspiracy theories, I still find them utterly fascinating. And I heard one this past week when I got kind of in a TikTok wormhole just sitting there nothing exciting on TV to watch or anything, so I was just sitting there watching TikTok videos on my phone, kind of like we all do. And I came across a conspiracy theory that I thought, wow, really? So that got me thinking, what are some of the most ridiculous conspiracy theories there are out there? And then, as I was preparing to come in and record this episode, I decided to kind of go down the TikTok wormhole one more time just for shits and giggles to see if I could conjure up anything else. And sure enough, I found another conspiracy that I thought, what in the blue hell are these people talking about? So I'm going to give you a list of some of the most ridiculous conspiracy theories, the conspiracy theories that make you think, the hell are these people thinking about? And I think it's going to be a fun little episode. Now, I'm going to put it out there right now. Maybe you believe in some of these conspiracy theories, and if you do, I earnestly urge you to let me know why and what proof you have to believe these conspiracy theories let me know on Facebook or X at Too Boldly Pod, or you can leave a comment wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. I will get that message because I would be, honestly, I am absolutely intrigued by the thought of these conspiracy theories, but my brain just cannot fathom how anyone can think that any of these are remotely even plausible. So if you do believe in them and you have something you'd like to share, let me know. And I'm not going to to climb on you and call you an idiot or anything like that because I, I genuinely would like to know your thoughts and your proof about some of these conspiracy theories that I am going to share with you. And the other quick little caveat before we get to the list that I have compiled is actually I don't have a list compiled they're all off the top of my head but you know what I mean go back to the beginning 
unscripted, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to skip by some of the biggies, if you will, even though they totally belong in this podcast. They've been talked about to death. We don't really need to cover them on this podcast. And of course, I'm talking about things like the the moon landing and the earth is flat and the inner earth and all of that stuff. Those aren't the ones I'm going to talk about today. These ones are a little more interesting to me. Ones that really made my scratch my head and go, the hell? So the very first one is one that maybe you've heard of that I just saw a couple days ago on TikTok. And that is the fact that there's this big conspiracy around that the country of Norway actually doesn't exist at all. It's all a big cover-up and conspiracy created by the Japanese in order to acquire fishing rights in the Baltic Sea. So they created this fake country called Norway to cover up the fact that they were fishing all this all these waters in the Baltic Sea. So there really isn't a Norway. And the person that was telling this story on the TikTok video asked the interviewer, do you know anybody from Norway? And the interviewer said, no, I guess I really don't. And the person looked at him and said, well, there you go. So a couple thoughts about that. Well, first of all, absolutely there is a country Norway. I mean, other than going to a globe or a map to find out that there's a country Norway or a Wikipedia page, which I know people will say Wikipedia pages can be created. So you can just search online anywhere and find out there's actually a country of Norway. You can look at the UN roster. You can find that the UN has representatives from Norway. You can also look to the NHL, the National Hockey League. There are tons of professional hockey players from the country of Norway. And then if all of that doesn't convince you, then you can just look at this little thing we have every four years or technically every two years since they're staggered, but specifically the Winter Olympics and see that Norway has plenty of competition in the Olympics to prove that we have a country or that there is a country of Norway and it's not just some fabrication by the Japanese. The other thought of that is, is why do the Japanese need to create this fake country in the Baltic Sea when last time I checked, isn't Japan kind of surrounded by a ton of water? They're an island in and of themselves. Plenty of water around them. They should have plenty of area to fish. The next one that I saw was actually one that I heard about before. We talked about on my old podcast, my old conspiracy podcast, Conspiracy Beerus, that I saw the video of today, and it was kind of a rehash of one that had taken off right as COVID was taken over, and it was all about how the media 
has this central one world government voice and the experience or the example that they use is this edited video together of all these different media sources, whether it be on the right or the left or ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox, overseas, the BBC, all of those other ones that you can name, all giving the exact word-for-word report about this situation. And this one is kind of a, a hot topic, I suppose, when it comes to conspiracies, because you're on either one side of the fence or the other, and that tends to be the way it goes with all conspiracies. But this one specifically, given the the nature of the world, or at least the United States, it's the only one I can really speak for today, but the the media isn't necessarily a unified cabal only giving you the information that you want coming from one world government or something like that. Like put it this way, the government the the mass media, as people put it, aren't giving you just exactly what you want to hear. Because I want to give you a little bit of a a media history lesson if you're somebody that may be younger than, say, 30. And I don't say younger than 30 to be disrespectful. It's just because media has kind of changed in the last 30 years from how it used to be. Nowadays, it's more, there's always one major thing, and it's always been like this with with at least televised media. And if you watch any news program, you always hear doom and gloom, doom and gloom, doom and gloom for the first 28 minutes of the broadcast about how everything is terrible, everything's blowing up, this sort of mass killing, this sort of political turmoil, this kind of nasty weather that's coming through. You get bad, 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 bad for 99% of the show. And then the last story of the broadcast is always a feel-good story. That's how news broadcasts have been since the beginning of broadcast news. You always get the bad throughout the whole program until the last two minutes, and that's leaving you feeling better about yourself. That's kind of how the media and news programs work, and that's always been that way. But, say, about 30 years ago, there stopped being this agreement between politicians and the media where if the politicians learned something, they didn't really talk about it. I can't even say politicians. It was everything. But if they learned something, they didn't talk about it to the mass public if people in power didn't want that information released. They they sat on it until there came this point where they really had no choice to release it. And the first example that comes to mind was back in the 1930s and early 1940s was 
President Franklin Roosevelt was in a wheelchair almost all of the time because of complications he had from polio when he was a kid. But he didn't want to appear to be weak to people being in a wheelchair. So anytime he did televised speeches or stuff like that where he was saw on TV or on film, he was always standing up. But anytime he did any interviews or press conferences, he was always in the wheelchair. And those reporters that were interviewing him kept that from the public guarding his secret. So guarding secrets within politics in the world really isn't a new thing. So that really shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. But over, say, the last 30 years or so, it's not necessarily a fact of the media keeping secrets for politicians or the better off. It's more of looking for more scoops, if you will. And that's kind of where media originally started was trying to get the the details of a story and now they become one kind of they, they kind of work in tandem if you will without working in tandem they try to get the all the tidbits out there and unfortunately something that's changed in the last 30 years of media or Reporting is one thing that you learned when you were going into news was you always had to have three confirmed sources before you could publish any kind of breaking news or story. And now they've kind of gone away from that and gone to the unnamed sources, kind of a cheap way to put away something that if it turns out to be false, they can just say, well, my source was wrong. And do I think that's right? No. But do I think there's some kind of cabal between the media and the politicians? No, because quite frankly, there's always been an unspoken cabal between the politicians or politics and the media as it is. But speaking of the media, there is one of these conspiracies that has to do with the media that is fresh in our minds. And I really would like, if anyone out there believes this, I'd like to know your reasoning behind it. And that is the fact that COVID-19 was engineered by the media because some people think that the virus is a hoax that was engineered by the media and the global elite to control the population. Now, while the diehard believers likely won't believe we're just going to emphasize or I'm just going to emphasize right here and right now that COVID-19 was very much real and a very deadly virus. Why do I say that? Because quite frankly, I knew people that had nothing to do, that had no power, they weren't elite or anything like that. They were just normal people like you and I, and they succumbed 
to the disease or the virus that was COVID-19. And I know people that are big into the conspiracy mindset are some of those people. We we experienced all of them over the past four years that saying, uh, where are all these people dying that are allegedly dying that they're saying on the news each and every night? Well, I can honestly tell you as somebody that personally experienced it, yeah, it actually happened. And I brought this up on the old podcast and my co-host is like, well, have you ever tested positive for COVID? And I said, no, I haven't, but I've known plenty of people that got the symptoms after the, they were vaccinated and they talked about how horrible the sensation was. And that's one thing people on the, anti-vax slash conspiracy side don't understand as you get the vaccine doesn't mean you still can't get covid it just means your likelihood of having bad ramifications from it aren't what they would be if you were unvaccinated and if you choose to be unvaccinated that's perfectly fine with me but don't make a big stink about how it's going to fall into our next conspiracy theory pertaining to COVID-19. And that is that the COVID-19 vaccine has a 5G chip inside of it. When it rolled out, there was a plethora of conspiracy theories regarding the medication. The most extreme being that the vaccine contained a microscopic 5G chip the theorist even began circulating a supposed diagram of the chip, which ended up being the electrical circuit of a guitar pedal. So here's the thing, and the only issue that I have, and we're going to get back to 5G in a minute because there's another conspiracy theory around that. But I just assume that some people are just, especially during the pandemic, that people were sitting around with nothing to do since they weren't going to work or anything. So they needed to come up with these crazy little ideas and they come up with a, a guitar pedal that was the 5G chip that was inserted into us when we got the COVID vaccine. And I can attest to you as somebody that has got the vaccine every year since it's rolled out, that I haven't had any 5G issues with anything when it comes to getting the COVID vaccine. And speaking of 5G and COVID, for that matter, there, there was another conspiracy theory that surfaced around that time that the 5G from cell towers was transporting or creating or giving us all COVID-19. And on top of that, I just talked about that a few seconds ago, so I'm not going to repeat myself, but there's another conspiracy regarding 5G cell service that states that it beams into our heads and controls our mind and that's nothing new that that seems to go with every new technology 
that's been out there, whether it be 5G or 4G or 3G or even the initial cellular thing, even as far back as when radar was first invented and utilized, people said that they were using that for a way for the government to control our minds or to sort of steer us in the direction that they wanted to steer us, make us into a mass consciousness, if you will, and even include the Heart Project in Alaska and stuff like that. There's a lot of stories around that, that that's what Harp really is, and it has nothing to do with what it is. I mean, granted, Harp is a gigantic microwave electromagnetic station in Alaska, and being close to it probably really isn't all that healthy for you. But I don't think it's akin to any of these strange conspiracy theories. Another one that I find utterly fascinating and I sort of kind of talked about it a little bit on the old podcast. And that's the fact that we are all living in the Matrix. People think that we are living in a real-life simulation. The theory is supported by the crazy coincidences and happenings that occur during, say, a glitch in the Matrix. And you find TikTok videos all over the place about this. And this could be anything from recognizing the same background character to losing track of time and stuff like that. And even videos that sort of have a little glitch in them and stuff like that. And I just say to that, you got to think about the technology that people are using and the technology that we have freely at our hands to edit things today really makes it simple for people to create these little gaffes, if you will, within videotapes and digital tapes and stuff like that. So give me a little bit more proof about living in the Matrix. Give me a little more proof that we are living in the Matrix as opposed to a video that could have easily been edited by somebody. And that's kind of my problem. You all know my my fascination and my intrigue into the paranormal and UFOs. That's the problem with that stuff today is because videos are so easily created and manipulated to make things look real that you don't really know what is possible. I mean, go back 30 years or more and where you just sort of had video cameras and cameras or photography cameras, you, you didn't really have the skills available to you without a big-time Hollywood budget to create fake things like that. And if you did, if you tried to, it was easily figured out that what you created was fake. So I just don't get it. I need more proof to say that we live in the Matrix Kind of wish we did sometimes, but unfortunately, I don't think we do. The next one is one that, that always kind of cracks me up, and it goes back to if, you, if you've if you ever watched or read anything by David Icke, you, 
you kind of know the whole reptilian people, reptilian beings that have taken over the planet and they're in some of the most powerful positions in the world. And that's the fact that Prince Charles is a vampire. The Prince of Wales is related to Vlad the Impaler, the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. And many royals in Charles' bloodline were known to have a disease, porphyria, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, which is an iron deficiency that causes people to be sensitive to sunlight. Well, that last part may be and probably is true, but here's the thing about Vlad the Impaler. He wasn't a vampire like Bram Stoker wrote in the novel Dracula. What he did back when he had his empirical rule was he would take all these people and string them up and drain their blood to kind of scare the people that he was ruling to fall in line. And there are writings that he took some of that blood and was drinking the blood and all that stuff. That could still be true. That doesn't necessarily mean he's a vampire of the whole Bram Stoker Dracula concept. He wasn't drinking it to survive. And that's unfortunately a lot where some of the Satanists and stuff from the modern area kind of take that and run with it and drink blood and all that stuff. Maybe Vlad the Impaler did drink the blood of some of his victims, but he wasn't biting their necks and sucking it and all of that stuff. And do I think that Charles or King Charles now is a vampire? I don't know. Maybe he is in his private time, but do I think he's stalking us each and every night while it's dark out trying to find his next victim? No, I really don't. But to go along with the whole David Icke thing, I don't necessarily think he's a reptilian either. As much as I really think that the David Icke conspiracy theory about reptilians is very interesting and very entertaining to watch, and I am a big believer that aliens are not only flying over us and have probably visited us, I don't think they're in a cabal with portions of our elite or governments in this world. Just need a little bit more proof there. Now, the next one I want to talk about is one that I have a little bit of a third-hand experience with because... During my day job, I work with a guy that moved here to the United States from Haiti. And zombies tend to come more from voodoo when it comes from Haitian voodoo. And that's the fact that zombies can ride, rise from the dead. The belief in zombies can be traced back to ancient Greece... But when they, or it's when they buried the dead with stones on top of them so they couldn't return from the grave. And even today, people prepare for zombie a couple, apox, that's hard for me to say, apocalypses just in, in case. 
And it is true that people believed in zombification as far back, actually, it's probably even in modern days, so I can't even just say a couple hundred or a hundred years ago, but people used to put bells that were attached to caskets just to, in case the people came back to life and rang the bell. It wasn't because they were zombie, it was because back then you didn't really know Maybe they were in a coma or something, and you thought they were dead. So that's why they put the bells on there. So if they kind of came out of the coma, they could ring the bell, and you could dig them up. But the reason I mentioned the whole Haiti thing is thinking back to the movie The Serpent and the Rainbow. And it was all centered around voodoo back in Haiti when they would bring people back to life. And I actually asked my coworker this. I said, is there really a big voodoo scene in Haiti believing in, you know, bringing people back to the dead and stuff like that? And he said, well, it is kind of a a smaller sect religion in Haiti, but it's really a lot of more Christianity there now than voodooism. So it's kind of one of those kind of dying religions which but let's face it you know zombies make for great horror movies so you can't take them away and uh, i have talked before on this podcast years ago about there was actually these emergency plans in i had i'd have to look it up now but i remember doing a podcast about it that one town or one state had an emergency program set in place on paper about a zombie apocalypse. So maybe, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. And finally, I will talk about one that is a broader scale conspiracy because there's all kinds of conspiracies out there about the government when you see airplanes fly over and you see the contrail, it's not just steam from the engines. It's actually chemicals being sprayed to dumb us down and stuff like that. But there's one out there that states that Bill Gates is making fake snow with extreme weather conditions occurring across the United States. TikTokers stoked the fires on a Bill Gates conspiracy theory that he was creating fake snow that burns instead of melts. Well, yeah, I'm guessing that's one of those conspiracy theories that somebody is probably just a fan of Apple and not a big Windows guy or girl or gal or person or whatever you want to say, but... Why would he do that? And what's the proof that he did, or he has, or he is? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I haven't seen any reports. I haven't read any, seen any pictures of this snow that burns people instead of melts people. But hey, 100% on your creativity for that one. And as you probably know from listening to this podcast, like I said at the beginning, I I am very intrigued and I enjoy watching and learning about a lot of these out there conspiracies and 
things that go beyond the imagination, if you will. I just don't believe the extreme mass variety of them. But that doesn't mean they're still not entertaining and they're still not enjoyable for me to learn about. So if you have any, or you have any thoughts about any of the conspiracies that I talked about, maybe you have some proof that what I talked about is real. I would really love to hear them. Let me know on Facebook or Twitter. Sorry, X at Too Boldly Pod, and I would really love to hear your proof that you. Yes, I just made quote signs in the air as I said proof. I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I just really need more evidence before I can find any of these plausible. As usual, I don't have a closer for this podcast, so I'll simply say, I want to believe. <laughs>